This is Minute 63 of As If, the podcast about Clueless, where we talk about Clueless minute by minute. I am Trevor Gibson, your host, and with me today is... This is Jessica Gambling. And this is Martin Zand. Uh, this minute starts with uh, Dion and Cher in uh, Cher's room. She's getting re- ready for her date with uh, with tr- <laughs> with Christian. I'm so Tristan. Um <clears throat> And uh, it goes from uh, from there. Christian arrives at the house. She shows him around. Uh, she burns a burrito. And uh, then no, they... it's not a burrito. That's cookie dough. It's right? cookie dough. Oh, it is. It looked like it was just this roll of dough, and so my brain immediately went to burrito. Burrito. Yeah, it's like a roll of pre-made cookie dough. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't even that's even worse than because she didn't even yeah, yeah, cut yeah. them out into like cookies or anything. Yeah, she just like dumped the whole like log onto a cookie sheet. <laughs> ah, that might be good though. I I need to try that. See how that turns yeah, out. Yeah, I'm, wond- I'm wondering if it'll just come out. What a waste though of cookie dough. I know, right? You could just eat that raw, you know. You could. Well, she doesn't want the carbs, probably. I don't. Yeah, yeah, she just she just wants the house to smell like like she's baking. Yeah, yeah, it should always smell like it's baking. Just like when you're trying to sell a house or your body, I guess you want it to smell like baking. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. After that, Christian uh, wants to uh, wants share to show her around the place, and they do. They she takes the. <clears throat> she takes Christian outside to uh, show him around the pool and all the statues that her father has got. And uh, Christian compliments her father on, well, compliments Cher on her father's collection. And uh, Cher says that Daddy says that it's a good investment, which is a line that I love for some reason. <laughs> it, and, it probably is. And that about covers that minute. Uh, it ends with uh, Christian. Uh, he's absolutely right and, like, points to a statue as Klaus uh, Oldenburg, to which Cher replies, oh, he's way famous. He's way famous, yeah. Well, well, actually, it's... He is. It's Klaus Oldenburg. Uh, C-L-A-E-S, yeah. Yeah, as opposed to Klaus. Oh, I have the... I've written written down with a K. Yeah, but the name of the artist is is Klaus. Okay. Because he's... I I know that because he's way famous. yeah, <laughs> sculpt. Um, I'm not well versed in I'd, sculpture. I pronounce it class, actually. Oh, um, class. If it's if it's if it's Dutch, yeah. He's a class. he's a high class cla- lady. He's high yeah, class. He's a he's a high class sculptor. Don't you know? Yes, he is. He's high class. Oldenburg. Yeah, when I watched this one, um, I kind of recognized the sculptures, and I'm like, I'm gonna look those up. To see if they actually match up, they kind of do. Do they? Yeah. I didn't yeah. think they looked like Cla- because he was. They're a little. They're a little abstract for Klaus Oldenburg. But this, the like one at he the made... end, is a cigarette butt, and he did those. Like I didn't know. I'm like he didn't do. That looks very oh, yeah, small yeah, yeah, yeah. for Klaus Oldenburg. But the, he did a cigarette yeah. butt. Lipsticks, uh, uh, ice cream cones, that kind of ice stuff. Ice cream cone, ice bag. 
typewriter yeah. eraser, big giant stamp. Yeah, 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 um, yeah, that kind of stuff. I'm like, I'm going to find out what those um, sculptors are because they all looked very familiar. And Christian says it's a well-rounded collection, but it's really only modern and contemporary <laughs> sculptors and a big giant Roman head, I guess. I guess that's well-rounded. Yeah. Is that too is that is that too nerdy? I'm down I'm down to talk about modern art. But like the transitional piece, like that's a transitional piece earlier, but that that's not a um Clay Oldenburg. That that looks like a fakey Henry Moore. And then the other one in the background, there's like a tall skinny guy and I'm like, "Who's that?" And I think it's Cometti. Giacometti? Gia- Giacometti? Yeah, yeah. Giacometti. 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 Uh, <laughs> uh, if you want to, if you want to talk about uh, still, if you want to talk about like uh, Stills painting, I'm right there with you. But oh, I don't no, know, not me. I don't know any. Like, oh yeah, simple geometric shapes, primary colors. I'm all there. But uh, <laughs> yeah, no. Um, but that quote unquote transitional piece, that's definitely not an Oldenburg. That's not an I, Oldenburg. I would agree. That's, yeah, he he started out not, not even, he started out with a thing called soft sculpture, like he uh, uh, like uh, canvas uh, and vinyl and those yeah things. yeah yeah and, yeah. Because um, I'm like, would women's stockings that even that be outside? Thing. Would they be outside? Maybe not, because the soft sculpture wouldn't be, because he had early cigarette butts that were all soft. I'm like, you'd never put those outside by the pool. No, it's very dangerous. Not. So what not. this yeah. means. Is that Cher's father most likely was ripped off? They're probably all forgeries. No, they're probably real. <laughs> what if they are, though? Well, he also has um, later stuff. Cher's father might be like have a side business selling fake s- art. Yes, he, he might be in this like <laughs> this art forgery racketeering. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, but if those are, I mean, this just shows you like um, I, I assume you're meant to believe those are real sculptures, and that means that uh. Yeah, they got a lot of dough, man. Those people are super rich. But their house is small, I feel like, for some people who are that rich. Super, super, it's like, it's tiny. And it's like they have small-scale sculpture, but that's some expensive artwork, man. I'm sure his father is a a simple man with simple needs. He just needs a moderately, moderately very expensive house and uh, filled with very expensive artwork. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Man of simple needs. Yeah. It, um... Do they remind you at well, I mean, I guess not so much, but when I was watching this it really reminds me a lot of um what's her why can't I remember her dad's what's her dad's name? I I, I don't know. Why can't I remember? Very few, uh, but, very few of the scenes I covered uh very few of the minutes that I covered had uh, Shira's father in them. Oh, it's so weird why I can't remember. But they kind of remind me a little bit of the it reminds me of the Kardashians a lot because they're supposed to be super, super rich with a spoiled do- you know, kind of a spoiled daughter. And um, he's a, is he like a, def- is he a defense attorney or um, like a, I he was like a, a litigator? It says he's, he's a, litigator. a litigator, a litigator. Yeah, yeah. And that's like what Robert Kardashian did. Like that's where he made all his money, right? Because he like defended OJ Simpson. You mean, you mean Clueless 2 could be about um, uh, 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 the Horowitzes in some kind of um, uh, uh, true crime, American crime. What's, what's the OJ thing called? Uh, An American, American crime, crime, I think. Yeah. Yes, American. No, Trump. no, I'm I'm saying that um I'm saying that <laughs> keeping up with the Kardashians is the logical continuation of of Clueless. It's what happens <laughs> right after the close. Um yeah, but Kim Kardashian and Kanye, they show up at my work sometimes and it makes me so angry. Oh, Wait, really? Yeah, I work at an art museum and I think they want them to donate money maybe, but they come and Kim <laughs> looks at the art and I'm like, "Oh, 
Kim. There's pictures of like the director of the museum and Kim Kardashian and Kanye and the look on the guy's face is just like, what the hell is happening? <laughs> Why am I standing here with these people? Uh, oh, God. Have you ever done what Cher does? You uh, put something in the oven before a date to uh, make the house smell like uh, smell like baking? I haven't. I've not been in a position where I had my own home that I could, when I was dating. I always lived with, like, disgusting roommates and there was nothing I could do or with my mom. And then when I had my own apartment, my boyfriend would come over. That place just smelled weird anyway. It was a really old house. He's like, you smell like your house. You smell like your old house. I'm like, that's disgusting. Yeah, so I guess my answer is no. <laughs> Do you guys bake before a date? I have baked for a date, but never yeah. just for the express intention uh, of um, making, making the house, the house smell, smell like cookies. Good. Yeah, no, it's, it's you know these cupcakes that I made or whatever. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, we yeah I've made the house smell. We just I just um, sold a house and. Did we make it smell like cookies? I don't remember if we baked anything. I did actually burn some cookies one time on a date with my current girlfriend, and she never, ever let me lift that down. Any, <laughs> anytime I go to bake something, she's always like, hey, don't burn it. I'm like, that was one time. One time. I burn stuff all the time. I'm always setting things on fire and cooking it too long. Oh my god, you know what I realized? Okay, so um, this is 16-year-old Claire, right? Dating and... She, and making cookies and putting all this effort in. Um, but I forgot, like, I was 16 when this movie came out. And so when this came out, are you guys, you guys must be younger than I am. I'm old, I think. I think I'm in the older demographic for the I'm 36. Guest. You're 36? Okay, so I'm yeah. 37. And, um, yeah, Claire really set the bar high. I was not wearing coordinated suits to school. <laughs> <laughs> But I did have. My I don't license. think most people were. There were girls at my school who wore those outfits because the next year, going, it came out in the summer. I looked it up. It came out in July, and then uh -huh. the next year there were two girls who were best friends who would dress in matching share suits with the stockings and come to school in that, and the Mary Janes and stuff. And it was really wow. It was really irritating. Uh, um, closest I ever got, I <clears throat> just wore uh, black on black. Uh, just go. You said that. Uh, you were around 16 whenever this movie first came out. Mm -hmm. uh, when did you first see this movie? I probably saw it in the theater when it came out. So it would have been over the summer between my sophomore and junior year of high school. I probably drove there with my girlfriends, because unlike Cher, I did get my license eventually. That was a really bad summer, though. I got in a car accident. Like, I got my um, license in February when I turned 16, and then on the last day of school, I got in this car accident, and it told with my car... And um, me and my friend got hurt, but not that badly. But it just made the summer, oh, so, sh it was terrible. It was terrible. Later on, we got better, and I got another car. But, yeah, I would have probably gone to see it at the main place theater, at the main place mall, at the theater there, with my girlfriends, with my 16-year-old girlfriends. And I probably liked it, but I didn't have a lot in common with the Beverly Hills High folks but i'm from or i'm from southern california so i'm from orange county which is adjacent i'm i'm, I'm beverly hills adjacent sort of kind of it's like um orange county is to the early 2000s that beverly hills was to the 90s but not that kind of orange county i'm not from south orange county i'm not from laguna beach from a more working class area i first saw this movie on vhs in uh in english class <laughs> in english like english is are you from where are you? Where are you from, Martin? I, I'm from Germany. Okay, so you was in your English language class. Yeah, 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 yeah. In high cool. school, That's we cool. had um, 
we had a uh, teaching assistant from Australia. Like you would get those <laughs> teaching assistants coming through. They they, they were like um, uh, uh, student teachers, and um, that was their semester abroad, and um, they would, you know, intern basically uh, in in a high school. Um, and uh, <laughs> I still remember um, we we saw we saw this movie, and um, we had a um, a worksheet on. Um, American uh, teenage slang. Oh, <laughs> that's awesome. Movie for that. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if anybody really used that slang though. Like, you probably would have sounded really weird if you showed up and started calling people Barney's and stuff. Like, I don't know. <laughs> like, I'm, to I'm totally bugging. Yeah, I don't yeah. remember anybody saying that bugging. I don't. Um, it's weird because I don't like, remember. <laughs> it's weird because people now. We'll um we'll use like fake nineties teenage slang, like ironically. Yeah. Which is uh, which is pretty funny. Yeah, and I I get it mixed up. People did say well, what, I remember it being cool to say um, "hella," which seems more recent, but um, it's like it was cool because that was like a um, people would say that in San Francisco. So if you're in Southern California and you said like "hella," like "hella good" and stuff like that, it's like oh well. This is Northern California slang. It's cooler than Southern California slang. Um, but I just think of it as the Gwen Stefani song. But that would make sense because she was kind of, she's older than me, but she was kind of like from Orange County in the 90s too. So that kind of makes sense, I guess. See, like I'm from uh, South Carolina, so uh, I didn't, it's like a totally foreign concept to me. It's like there's a cooler part of the state that, you're, <laughs> that all the yeah! cool slang comes from. Like, all the, everyone that I ever went to high school with were, like, just really, uh, like really redneck, uh, white people <laughs> that wanted to be rappers. Oh, God. So, like, all these white people, like, appropriating, uh, like, hip-hop culture, and it was just very, very painful to watch. Let's, uh, move on to plugs before we wrap this up. Does anyone have anything to plug? You can find me in the Flophouse Facebook group and in the world. IRL. Budgie Martin. You can find me um, on public transport, sitting uncomfortably <laughs> close to... Uh, okay, let me do that again. You can find me on public transport, sitting uncomfortably close to you. Uh, you can find me on uh, my podcast called Apparently the Greatest, where uh, me and a bunch of friends watch every movie on the AFI's top 100 American movies from the last 100 years list. Uh, you can find that on SoundCloud and iTunes and other places one great podcaster downloaded for free. We will be back tomorrow where we will be covering Minute 64. Jessica, Martin, thank you guys for, uh, for doing the episode. It's been lots of fun. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Uh, right, we will see you guys tomorrow. See you tomorrow. Okay. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of As If, the podcast all about Clueless. It is produced and edited by Darren Husted. Executive produced and hosted by Trevor Gibson. Follow us on Facebook at As If the Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at As If underscore podcast. Follow us on Instagram at As If Podcast. Subscribe to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Shout Engine, or the podcast app of your choice. 
Rate and review us if you enjoy. Clueless is owned by Paramount Pictures. No infringement is intended. All rights reserved. Copyright 2016.